and it's going. What's the, what's the, what's gotta be? Here it is. Oh, 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 What's up, y'all? We're back with another episode of Extra. Before we get things kicked off, I want to take a minute and give a quick announcement about uh, Strawberries and Werewolves, our podcast here. We're going to be breaking it down to one episode a week instead of two. Uh, Normally, what we've been doing is putting out a Strawberry and Werewolves episode on Mondays. And on Fridays, we try to put out an extra episode where we talk about a comic book character. We are going to continue on doing the extra episodes, but we are taking a break from the Strawberry and Werewolves just for the summer. With scheduling and jobs that happen during the summer for us, we thought it'd be easier if we just kind of break it in half um, just just until, you know, summer ends. And then we'll be back. We'll be back to two episodes a week. But for now, we'll still be here connecting with you guys and giving some thoughts about some characters of the comic world that we know and love. And which brings me to the character that we're going to talk about today is Wolverine. Wolverine is a legend, an X-Men, a Avenger. He's been in this world, or he's been in the comics since forever and there's so much that we can talk about this character it you know it it could be its own actual podcast this guy has tons and tons of credits that you know other aliases and stories and just tons and tons of stuff so me and marty were discussing that maybe it wouldn't be a good idea to do this character just because there's so much to talk about so we thought maybe we st- we do the character, but we try something a little different, and we just stick to the movies. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to stick with the movies um, of Wolverine. So my first Wolverine movie that I saw was back in 2000, and it was The X-Men. The X-Men came out, and this is before we actually had the MCU. We just had... Know, these Marvel movies like the X-Men and Blade and uh, what else uh, this, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man you know this is this is back when when we just had those coming out where we didn't think that there was going to be this big MCU that they have now so I remember coming home from summer camp and the next day my mom woke me up and my brother and asked and told us that we were going to go see the X-Men movie, which we were super excited about. So we go and we end up meeting with um, my aunt and my two cousins, Josh and Isaiah, which are Marty's nephews. And we sit down and we watch X-Men and it blew our minds. You know, we loved it. It was the first time we saw the X-Men on 
a live action big screen and ever since then Hugh Jackman's kept the role as Wolverine up until Logan in 2017 he's only I want to say him and Robert Downey Jr. are the two actors that actually you know got the role and stuck with it the the longest um other than the X-Men being important to me by being the you know the first movie that I witnessed Wolverine in I have to say my favorite Wolverine movie would be uh, X-Men Days of Future Past that movie for me was another shocking and mind-blowing movie because that was pretty dark actually you know for those that seen it I'm pretty sure everybody that's actually listening to this episode has seen it it was pretty dark and it was just a great um movie and, and the way that they did it uh, the comic was also pretty cool to check out. I, I won't consider that in my dope read, but you know I do recommend that to check out that comic series. Uh, Days of Future Past won't be disappointed. But yeah, so I love Wolverine and Days of Future Past, and you know, say what you wanna what you wanna say about you know the X Men Origins Wolverine. It was not a great movie did i watch it multiple times yeah i did did i uh at one point like it yeah i did do i still like it yeah i kind of do but i'm not gonna you know I, i won't go and say it's like the best one but it was cool. I like the idea behind it. I like I liked seeing the beginning. I like it it does have one of the best openings that I have seen in any movie. You know, where him and uh Victor are, are going through all the different wars throughout, you know, throughout time and just seeing them start off in like the Civil War and go all the way down to World War 2 and it was a it was a really cool really cool thing to see and you know their their transition into you know uh you know the weapon x program and and stuff like that i also liked his cameo in um as actual weapon x his little brief little cameo that was super super sick to see uh wolverine and hugh jackman i don't think there's any other combo that can make it work and i hope that they can figure it out and i hope that they can make it work and i hope to see wolverine come back into the mcu because i think that'd be sick Especially now that we have Deadpool. Hopefully that character makes its way into the MCU at some point And we get these two to collide. I don't... And I only say this because we've only had Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. So it's very hard to think of anybody else doing it better. It's not like the Batmans where we've had 
multiple Bruce Waynes to where we can pick and choose which one we thought was the best. It's kind of like Iron Man as well. You know, like, I really don't see anybody else being Iron Man or Tony Stark. And that that's a big thing about, you know, Wolverine. I, I It's very hard to see anybody else take the role on as as Logan. But with saying that, there are a few that I think might be able to maybe pick up the torch. I don't know. I, I, I want to say, and I know a lot of people will disagree. I don't know what Marty will think of this, but I want to say maybe Tom Hardy. You know, because it, it, it would be kind of cool to see somebody take the role as Wolverine and kind of be like how Wolverine was like, like a little shorter and, and kind of stockier kind of guy. You know, in the comics and in the animated series, you know, he was a shorter, you know, stocky kind of dude. Hugh Jackman was obviously a tall, cut guy. And like I said, it totally worked. We had him for 17 years. And every time it worked. So, like, um, and another example would be like how we had Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. And... You know, for me, I thought those worked and I thought they were fine. I, I still stand that Andrew Garfield's my favorite. But, you know, then they switched over at the MCU and got Tom to be Spider-Man. And, you know, they actually got somebody who looked a lot younger and, you know, who was actually like in high school and like more of a kid type. And it really fit more of the personality of Peter Parker, you know. So I maybe they'll do something like that, bringing Wolverine into the MCU. These are just my opinions. They're just my thoughts. And, you know, maybe they'll bring somebody to more resemble the comic book and maybe animated series, you know, height and stock of what Logan looked like. So Wolverine, he's got a tremendous healing factor. And I'm not going to get too much into the comic books, but just a, a couple favorite of my parts of in the comics about his healing factor is there was this there's this time where in order to breach some enemy lines he blew himself up in a car uh right outside uh the wall of uh, uh, i want to say the um you know enemy lines and the bomb and he blew himself up in this car bomb and they came over bagged him up and they took him over enemy lines and you know his healing factor kicked in and that's how he snuck his way into enemy territory there's like other parts where like this dude he's he's getting his face blown off and you know he's just a skeleton i want to say thanks to the punisher the punisher has run this guy over with like a steamroller and like he's just there's so much that happens in in Wolverine's comic books that are just you know I his healing factor is is one of his I want to say is his his mutant ability that I would want to have myself if if we're picking if we're picking powers I'd probably go with that healing factor cuz um and the other thing I like about that is that you he actually, you know, feels this pain like when he's uh, t 
taking these beatings, you know, all the pain is there. Every time is the pain, but, you know, he heals up. So I thought that was a nice little way of uh, going about this character. Not like Deadpool's healing factor where it doesn't seem to hurt him as much. I don't know what it is with that guy, but, you know, he can lose a limb or do this and that and just, you know, shrug it off. But I like that about Wolverine is that he feels this pain and he just goes through it, you know, through centuries of this torment and pain and just being ripped apart over and over again, certain, you know, circumstances. And I really like this character. I really love Wolverine. And right now, real quick, as I'm rambling a little bit more than I probably should have, I'm going to cut it real quick and go into Dope Breeds. Dope breed. Alright, so for Dope Breeds, I'm going to just make it really quick and brief because I don't want to give out any spoilers on these, uh, these reads. The first one I want to mention is Old Man Logan. Uh, that one takes place, obviously, Old Man Logan, so it's in the uh, far future. The other Dope Breed I want to recommend is Origins. That's um, Wolverine's origin story where it takes back, uh, you know, checking him out as a little kid and you know, finding out where he got his name Logan from and and all kinds of cool things like that. I don't want to go too much into that one, obviously, as well. But the best thing about these two stories, storylines, are you can just pick them up and read them and not, you know, have to worry about anything in between. Even though, you know, these recommendations I'm just realizing right now that are pretty much like the beginning and end... Uh, so, like, everything in the middle, you don't really need to know, you know, too much to check out these two, these two reads. Uh, anyway, so that was a dope, that, that's a dope reads. Dope read. All right, that was dope reads. I'm going to close it off with my section of this uh, episode before I pass it on to Marty. Just to talk about Days of Future Past really quickly without trying to give too much away. Uh, it takes place, obviously, in the uh, future where the Sentinels have taken uh, over and they started hunting and killing the mutants. Uh, so there's a group of X-Men that are, you know, on the run. And every their, their way of escaping is when the Sentinels find their location... Kitty Pride and Bishop, they make a run for it as the other X-Men hold them off, like Iceman and Colossus and uh, a few others. They hold off the Sentinels as long as they can so Kitty Pride can take the mind of Bishop and put it into his, his take. Sorry, Kitty Pride is going to take the present mind of Bishop and put it just a few moments into the past. Of Bishop's mind so that way Bishop can warn everybody that the Sentinels are about to find their location time travel it's a, it's a little tricky so it's a little hard to follow me trying to explain it because I'm a dum-dum I don't explain too well but I'm trying my best here just to give a little bit a little bit of um, you know knowledge of, of the movie hoping to get those that haven't seen it to check it out anyway so some of the OG X-Men, like Wolverine, Professor X, and Storm, they find these hidden mutants. They come up with a plan. 
you know, basically more time travel to try to prevent these Sentinels from, like, going online. And it's a really cool movie. The old X-Men, you know, that uh, started off, they it's cool because, you know, they meet with the previous X-Men that we have from, like, First Class and stuff like that. So it's a cool mashup kind of a movie. Um, I really recommend it. It's one of my favorite ones. If I if I go into any more detail, I'll be giving away a whole lot. But um, it's tons of Wolverine movies to choose from. You know, you have Logan, you have the Wolverine, you have X Men One, X Men Two, you have X Men Three, Last Stand. You have uh, Wolverine's Origins movie. It's tons of stuff. It's tons of stuff to check out. You have tons of animated series, cartoons to check out. Tons of comic books to check out. I'm going to pass it over to Marty, and let's see what he has to say. Peace out, y'all. Thank you, Tim. Okay, so Wolverine, where do I start? Let's see. Um, before I get into the movies, I'm just going to go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, my history with Wolverine. So, as far as I can recall, I think the first time I even, or the first time I was introduced to Wolverine, I don't think it was actually through the comics because I used to watch um, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. I've talked about the show before on our podcast. And uh, now Wolverine wasn't that. Uh, he was introduced in that via Firestar being a mutant. So she goes back to the X-Mansion and uh, I believe Spider-Man and Iceman or Spider-Man is introduced to the x-men so wolverine was in that that's probably my earliest introduction to him um was with that cartoon so i, I must have been a, you know a kid I'm, I'm thinking i must have been like maybe maybe around six years old um you know i thought he was cool and the funny thing is that i believe was his first non-comic appearance and he was voiced the voice actor that did him actually voiced him with an Australian accent. And I guess a bunch of people were upset about that because he's not Australian. And then the funny thing is, though, that, you know, going, I guess, full circle, that Hugh Jackman is actually Australian. Even I mean, obviously, he doesn't portray Wolverine with an Australian accent, but I just thought that's kind of a funny uh, little piece of trivia there. But anyhow, um, so that was probably my first introduction to Wolverine. Um, again, as far as I can recall as far back as I can remember I do know that when the Secret Wars action figures came out which were super popular by Mattel I did receive um, I don't know if it was gifted to me by my family like if it was a it was something I got for my birthday or Christmas or just you know because I was a pain in the ass asking my parents to bring me back toys when they'd go out to the stores but I did have the Wolverine action figure um, so, obviously, I, I liked the character design. I, I don't think I knew much about him besides the appearance and his appearance in the in the cartoon, um, in the Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends cartoon. So, I, I do recall that when I finally did dive into Wolverine a little bit more, it was in the late 80s, and we had... Uh, we call it a swap meet, but most of you are probably more familiar by the name flea market. Um, 
well, we have a flea market called the Tankaverde Swap Meet. And at the time, when I was younger, there was a comic shop there. So a guy had kind of like a, like a stand and it was pretty big and it was a comic shop and he had back issues. He had uh, current issues, you know, whatever was hitting the stands at the time. And I remember one, I'd go in there all the time cause he'd have collectibles and stuff like that. And I remember what got my attention was a trade paperback and it was the collected uh wolverine limited series by chris claremont and frank miller and i ended up purchasing that and that that was probably about i would say 87 or 88 so it was close to when it came out because i believe that had come out in about 87 i think so it wasn't long after it came out that, that he had it on the stand it might have even been a, a new release i'm not quite sure but he had it out, so I, I picked it up, and that's, that was my first introduction to Wolverine, and that's a great story. Um, I know I'm not doing dope reads, but I will say, as far as comics go, a dope read would be the uh, first Wolverine uh, limited series. Um, again, by Chris Claremont and Frank Miller. It's a great story. So uh, I related to, I liked the character, and I think at that time, you know, I was getting close to being... Uh, a teenager a young teenager and I think it's those feelings of isolation that you get when you're a teen you know you feel like nobody understands you and that really hit home with Wolverine because he was like the odd man out he had all these demons he was battling and yeah he was part of the group but he was kind of kind of a loner like he was good at doing things on his own but anyhow enough of, about that but yeah I, I was I was totally into Wolverine. I, I was drawing him a lot. I used to draw a lot when I was younger. I remember making a banner of his logo that was about um, one letter was about a, a page size. And I did it in, I think, colored pencils, like purples and yellow. And it was his logo. And it went over like it was on the wall over my bedroom window. Like I, I seriously loved Wolverine at the time. Um, but as far as movies go, I have to say that um, I, I X-Men was awesome. I, I saw X-Men in theaters when it first was released. And, and um, of course, the X-Men cartoon in the 90s was, was pretty amazing. But I remember always wanting, I was like, well, like Hugh Jackman, it just, he didn't encapsulate Wolverine to me. Um, and... and you know, let me finish. I know there's some people that love him, but he, you know, Wolverine is supposed to be short. And here you have this, you know, tall, uh, handsome actor portraying Wolverine, who's just like this, you know, crazy, not crazy, but like this, you know, animal like, you know, savage little dude. But um, that being said, if you look back at the first Wolverine, he even looks kind of goofy, like his hair, like, you know, he, they had to, what am I trying to say? I, I learned to appreciate Hugh Jackman in the role of Wolverine as the time went on. And I remember finally feeling like, wait a second. Okay. In that moment in X-Men two, when, um, when Stryker and his, his team are, uh, descending on the mansion and 
you know, all the X-Men are, they're trying to protect like the younger students and stuff. And when Coloss Colossus and Wolverine are ushering the kids into that hidden uh, chamber in the mansion, and you kind of get a taste, you get a view of um, Logan's berserker rage. And that's when I was like, okay, okay, I think we might have, you know, it was cool. And um, we won't get into to X-Men 3. Um, that's probably one of my least favorites. But as time went on, I, I think he really, I mean, he got jacked for the role. Uh, I just... I was able to accept him as Wolverine. So, um, you know, kudos to Hugh Jackman for, I mean, he, he kicks ass as Wolverine. Um, I did like Wolverine, the Wolverine. Um, not everything about it, but there were definitely elements in that movie that I enjoyed. Uh, but I have to say that my favorite Wolverine movie is um, 2017's Logan. Um, I think James Mangold, who directed it, I think he did an like amazing job. That story, um, I know it's kind of modeled after, kind of like uh, Old Man Logan a little bit, um, but the, with the introduction of uh, Laura, you know, X twenty three, I just think that movie is is awesome. Um, everything about it, the tone, it almost feels like a western in a way, you know, uh, how grizzled. Logan is um, even Patrick Stewart's portrayal of Professor X. I mean, it, it, it's almost it makes you sad, you know, because he's so like frail and he's you know, he's losing it, and that's why he's so dangerous. Um, but just elements of that movie are just so amazing where he where he fights the the clone, the younger clone. Um, and then you know, let, let's not forget uh, um, Laura in the movie, like, she's awesome, like, she's a uh, crazy amazing in that but that's my definitely my favorite i like when it got released on physical media on, on blu-ray and, and and uh well i don't know about dvd but blu-ray when they did the logan noir and it was basically just a black and white version of the movie i'm a sucker for that kind of thing um the same and i'm gonna kind of venture out a little bit when uh the mist the stephen king uh movie adaptation by Frank Darabont when The Mist came out and then they released it on disc and it had the black and white version. Um, I like stuff like that and I just think that that Logan uh, color colorized or, or you know in color or not I, I think it's just a fantastic movie but that's just my thoughts on Wolverine. I feel like he's second to Spidey as far as being uh, not not my favorite it's I'm still sticking to my guns with Spidey being my favorite and Invincible right up there with him but um as far as as uh likability and um fam familiarity for like your every person i think wolverine is up there and even in, in comics i mean they were putting wolverine in everything because they saw that he made you know he he helped sell comics um that was a big reason as as Tim explained earlier that's a big reason we didn't want to cover Wolverine as far as history and all that is it would just it would just be too it's too convoluted there's just too much it's such a a dense amount of information I don't know how we would be able to even touch on all the highs and lows of, of Wolverine in the comic books but um that being said uh 
yeah, th those are just my thoughts on Wolverine, and and um, you know I hope you enjoyed our, our extra, and I hope you uh, continue listening. So everybody have a great uh, weekend, and we'll be catching up with you next week. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Yeah. And let's go. What's the witch? The witch gotta be. Here it is. Strawberry. 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 Strawberry